Sure, we are now. Hey, 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 hey. Yes, we're here. Finally, we're back. Uh, we're I'm, back. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Yeah, they might be regretting actually coming and tuning in this time. But yeah, I'm back. Um, I'm Keith Owen. And I'm Michelle Marshall. And uh, you're watching Hair Talk Live for the third, fourth, or fifth time. No, it's the fifth time, I think it is. So, um, yeah, good to have you back. Ooh. Ever wondered how to look after grey hair? Do you struggle with getting that perfect grey? Do you struggle with people's roots or even hairstyles? Yeah, <laughs> I struggle with all of that. <laughs> they're not grey, but they're roots. <laughs> yeah, uh, I struggle with all of that. I think it's um, certainly... From cutting in a colour perspective, mainly from a cutting perspective, it's, it's you know, what do you do with grey hair? How do you approach it? Do you approach it differently or do you have to approach it in a completely different way? And I think that's one of the things we're going to look at and look at answering whilst we're on in regards to, you know, the approach to it. And even when you've got somebody to, um, uh, to natural grey or going down that grey route is what you do in the, in the interim bits and also... You know, is it okay for them not to have colour at the end, or do they still need to have colour at the end? We're going to look at lots and lots of different questions regarding grey hair and what we can do, products, other little tips and bits and bobs you can sort of have a go at and, and maybe try, um, because it's something that, you know, it's some, it does bring a little bit of fear, I think, with people. So, yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh. Thank you for joining us. And, you know, if you're watching, just to get the best out of today, if you're watching live with us, please put questions in the chat bar. We're here to help. And if you're watching in replay, still put questions in because we keep an eye on, you know, whoever's watching to make sure that we can answer your questions and make sure that you get the solution to the problem that you've got. Yeah, I think it's... Um... You know, we're quite a nice little family here of people, of hairdressers that are, uh, you know, wanting to talk and get a little bit more out of things. So certainly, you know, take the opportunity. You've got three people on at the moment that uh, have had some, you know, good experiences and some learning experiences along the way regarding uh, grey hair. And we're more than happy to share those experiences with you. Now, um, one of the people you might see that's up in my top right-hand corner of my feet. Give us a little wave, Jackie. <laughs> Say hello, Jackie's from Ailing. Jackie's kindly joined us. Um, now, she's got a fantastic story, um, you know, a fantastic story about her journey from going from somebody that had their hair coloured. How often were you getting your hair coloured, Jack? Just give me a... Probably talking every, every week and a half, two weeks. Yeah. And it's something that happens a lot. I think we've all got those clients that, um, you know, that they're in for every two weeks and they, you're almost, it's so hard to get them off that. And Jackie's experienced that journey from going from every two weeks to growing the whole flipping lot, flipping thing out. It's been quite a journey. And um, to give you a little bit of an idea of, you know, what Jackie's journey was like, I've just put a few slides together. So I, I did ask Jackie if she minded me putting this up and she's given me the best shot she can find. So let me get this up and share this with you. It's a really good visual way of, um, you, you know, finding something that really does show you how much of a challenge it can sometimes be in regards to, you know, getting that colour from where it is to where you want to get it to. Now, of course... Three seconds before we came on live, this is working fine, and it's decided to disappear at the moment. So, Jackie, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you to talk in just a second whilst I try and find out you know, where the pictures have disappeared off the computer. Um, <laughs> when I find them, I'm just going to, if it's okay with you, I'll just, I'll just give you a wave and go, I found the photographs, and we'll just show the guys your journey if that's all right. Is that okay, Jackie? Absolutely. So I'm going to hand you over to Jackie. <laughs> I'm going to give you a fabulous bit of information about her journey in regards to grey hair, what she discovered, some of the highs and some of the lows, and while she's doing that, I'm going to scrabble around on the computer and work out <laughs> how to find these pictures. So, Jackie, over you. Oh, thanks so much, guys, for having me on. Um, so, I think I, I started going grey quite young. I was about 25, and it was, you know, the occasional one, but they grew pretty fast, so 
by the time I hit my 30s, I had a fair amount of gray hair and I was coloring not out of out of you know creativity it was necessity like I was starting to color hair and um, it got to a point then I would have been coloring every every couple of weeks you know was getting every time I'd see that root come through it just was so defined and it looked so solid you know and it was interesting at the time I didn't realize it but when it will come through, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I think I've got it. I think I've got it. It's definitely worth looking at. Let me let me just get this up so you guys can see. So there we go. There's a bit of music to it as well. So have a little listen. I feel like I need to give you a round of applause again to that. <laughs> I was going. <laughs> so it just the transition is just so like breathtaking, really. Yeah, yeah. Like it's been four years. It's been ongoing for four years. So initially, when I decided I was coming up to forty, you know, and I just I started to know every time really coming in. I just don't know. Feel, you know, really down, it really affected my mood, and it just eventually I started to put the two together and go, Oh, okay, I know what's going on. Because the minute I get it done, I'd feel amazed and I could take on the world. A week or two down the line, I'd see it again. And then my husband is six foot five, so it doesn't help that he can see right on top of my head, you know. So the occasion, oh, you look like you need a bit of a top up there. Oh, you know, shut up. Don't mention it, you know. So I it just it was mad. And then I started to, you know, I'd always seen like the likes of Helen Mirror and I thought, oh god, aren't these women amazing? Aren't they beautiful? But I'd never really seen anybody that way. So eventually, you know, this girl Sarah Harris, who obviously now is kind of representative for my kids, and it was amazing, you know, to look at her. You know, the way she was, the way she dresses, you know, and the she just she looked so relevant, relatable. It was amazing to look at her. So I started to ask family and friends, people close to me, what they thought I was thinking of maybe going down that route. What did they think? And they were looking at me like I was nuts. They were sort of like, why do you want to go old? Why do you want to make yourself look old? Like you're going to your skin tone, and there was every excuse in the book. And it was really nothing to tear me because I was like, no, hold on a minute. If she can do it there now, I, you know, I think anyone can do it. And, you know, I started to look at skin tone and stuff like that because that was that was a, a thing that was coming up. Like, oh, I won't suit your skin tone, won't suit your skin tone. What I learned was, was as you're getting older and as you're getting more gray in your hair, your skin tone is changing to complement, you know? So the idea, I think it's more fear for people nearly when they say it. So I said it to uh, one of my colleagues, my best friend and my, you know, my partner in crime when it comes to, you know, bending off each other, I Emma Kennedy, and I said to her, you know, look, this is what I'm thinking of doing, and she just laughed. She just was saying, you're nuts. She said, you'll do it, you'll, you know, we'll strip your hair out, and then three weeks down the line, you'll be back red again. And I was like, oh, no, this is it, this is it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, so... After a lot of convincing, you know, I, I got her still. And we did it literally in one night. I think I take I tear pretty much the same length I have now. And I fall off obviously as a hairdresser, we went the extreme way. We wanted the result pretty quick. And then from there I was gonna grow it out. What I eventually realized as it was bleach up was starting to grow out, apart from the massive breakage that there was, you know, I was spent a year in turban. 
you know, and treatment and stuff like that, trying to get it back into a really good condition. Um, which thankfully I did. But what I realized was when the root came through, I actually wasn't as heavily gray as what I thought I was, which was interesting. So I thought, right, okay, I'm still about 50% gray. Like the underneath of my hair is from here, from the acceptable bone right forward and the temples, that's, that's so, as I said earlier on, I've got these bits here, you know, I've got these bits here, they drive me mad. So, first eventually, will be to just blend it. So, every month or so, we get out the L foils and we put a couple of pieces in here and there. And, you know, that's it. Like, it's been the most liberating experience. You know, and well enough, giving me a whole different now, you know, to add to whatever else I've had, it's brought this whole new wave of clients in, you know, because I've written articles now about it and, you know, and, and done different stuff with it. So it's it's been interesting, the reaction I've had. And I think for clients as well, looking at a stylist that's doing it. Normally, you go into a salon and they say, oh, I think I want to go down the grey route. And they're sort of, oh, no, 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 no. They're sort of backed off on it an awful lot. You know, and for me, like, I think a lot as well, you know, I got a lot of flack, you know, for, you know, you're taking away business, you know, you're, you know, you're putting it for Not everyone wants to do this. That's the fact. Like, not every, not, it's not, and it's not for everybody. But for those that want to even ask the question or maybe you know, down the line, but you know, get a goal. So the goal is that they're gonna be they're gonna be gray, you know, and we so we know where we're gonna end up, but we're we're at a maybe a base five. So what are we gonna do from there? We're gonna start lightening out your tint, we're gonna start adding you know. Jack, can I get you just to come forward a little bit because you're, yeah. you're dropping out occasionally. I don't want people to miss what you're saying. So just, just go that last little bit you said there. Um, so, yeah, like it's, a, it's a sort of goal that I work with with clients now that want to do this. So we know where they want to end up. So the point you have to, we're working backwards now. So they may be at a base five, but right, okay, we're going to start lightening up your tint. We're going to start putting lights in. We're going to take it slowly so they know where they're eventually going to go. Or for the client that already is grey and that wants to maybe put a more violet tone on their hair or, you know, go more with the blues. You know, I, I find even when you're grey, I put tones on my hair and just on the, the, the parts that are pure white, it doesn't really take as well. So I found putting a couple of slices in a pre-lightener just makes it grab. And it gives you that look that you're looking for. Like, it, obviously, it's not going to lift any lighter. It's white hair. But it just gives it that little bit of roughness that it's going to grab on. You know, like, I've experimented with everything at this point now. Like, you know, between toners, between, you know, city beats. Like, I'll put, I'll put an aqua in and it'll stay for a few weeks. And it's gone again. Like, so I can change up my hair so much easier now if I, if I choose to. You know, so it's really liberating as a hairdresser because most people were telling me that, you know, you're going to have to stay the same. You're going to be, you're not normally like somebody who wants to stay the same color. You change it up all the time. But this has given me a palette, a blank palette, literally, to be able to play around or keep it blank or do whatever, whatever I want. I think it boils down to, you know, it, it's made me even more experimental when it comes to fashion. You know, so like, the idea that you're not relevant because you're grand and you're going to be old is completely, you know, mad. Like, you know, even my husband loves it. Like, you know, I never imagined ever in my wildest dreams that, you know, he would be that on board with Annie. He is like, you know, so which has given me so much more confidence at the end of it all as well. Like, so it's it's been a massive experience for me, you know, and for my clients, I think as well. The salon is has has gained a great sort of niche thing that's you know, well I suppose not niche I suppose it's coming it's, this conversation is around now it's you know and it's becoming bigger and bigger and bigger when you look on you know there's there's 
uh, Georgia Goes Grey. There's all these different pages that you can go on and see people with all these experiences and how they're going about it. Some grow it out, some clear. You know, there's so many different ways to approach this. You know, it's just, it's it's ongoing. It's constantly growing and it's constantly, you're constantly learning more stuff about it. It's brilliant, you know. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's an amazing journey. I mean, I know what was some of the, you talked about, and we talked before we came on here, and you were saying that like some of the emotional stuff that you went through. Yeah. And how you feel as a woman, uh, you know, from, from where you thought you might be when you got there, you might think, or oh, might not feel like that. There was a big change from there. So yeah. tell us guys about that, because that was really Yeah, like, I suppose, as I said at the, at the beginning, you know, I when the rule would come in, I would feel really low. I would feel really insecure, you know. Just, I felt ugly. That's bottom line. That's how I felt, you know. I felt really, really ugly. And then when it would be done, it would be great. You know, this for me has given me so much confidence in myself. Like, you know, when lockdown happened initially, you know, people were sort of all upset over, you know, their roots and this and that, you know. I sailed through. It was just, it was unreal. It was completely brilliant. You know, I didn't worry about anything. And even when I went back to work, I probably needed a couple of lights. I was like, ah, sure, look, I'll get them when I get them. You know, it's not that oh, big a deal. Yeah. It just didn't become a big deal to me anymore. And I, the confidence within myself, you know, that I was, I felt more inclined to experiment with, with, with fashion. And, you know, I just, I just, you could see it in me that I was much, more, much happier, much content that, Every, you know, every few weeks, that weird sort of feeling wasn't creeping in, you know. And, you know, it was just brilliant. Like, the emotional, I think it, it's not just about the colouring aspect. For I think it definitely is so emotional mm. for women, you know, because we're told, you know, you fit into this box and you've got to be coloured. Like, my mother, for instance, I was saying, my mother has pure white hair and I would love her. To let it grow out she gets it she gets a tint and you know i'd love her to grow it out and she keeps looking at me going i don't know why you would want me to do that you know when i'm cold in the box i want you out with your tin brush you know, <laughs> you know some people just can't get their head around it no but it is it's, it's a re and it's a, it's a, I suppose it's a, it can be a bit of a sensitive topic to some people some people don't really want to talk no, about it so like you know, but for me, it's been so liberating, and if and may, like, it just gives me so much confidence, and I love it. You know, I really love it. But Jackie, you know, you said about um, like you've been more experimental, and you're trying yeah. different things. You know, we might have hairdressers on here that yeah. are thinking, "Hang on a minute, I have I have customers coming in. My guests come in every three weeks. They have a color." And now suddenly they're not going to be having a colour. What would you? What would advice would you give to make sure they they still are getting business in their chair? One hundred percent. You know, it's not just leaving somebody go grey. Yeah. No. Like, and that's not what I'm saying. Is because that I, I have gotten an awful lot of flack for that one. You know, they they sort of misunderstand it. Yeah. Like I'm not like I'm not color free. No. I get color every couple of months. You know, I you know I don't get it as often you know as I used to do, which is is great. And I think that's what every, as as a lot of clients love coming to the salon. They also would love a little bit more longevity mm. through their color. And for me, you can throw a few lights. At, you see, you can up and down as you as much as you want. I choose to have a darker part underneath my hair. Not everyone will want to have a darker part. So you might be getting somebody who's feeling underneath and sprinkling a few. You can you can change it up to a half head, full head. You know, there's so many ways of going around it. But the one thing I think people always miss out on when you're honest and you give them that bit more and give them that extra sort of that extra time frame on on, on that. They will always forever be loyal to you. You know, I think honesty is the I'm extremely honest, probably to a fault at times, you know. <laughs> but like my clients, like my clients will come into the salon, they go, Oh, I'm in for a half head. And I look at them and where are you going with yourself? You don't need it. 
I'm not doing a half head on you. It's it's pointless. Like I'll sprinkle a few through, you know, and they appreciate that. Which makes and these are clients that I've had for twenty odd years. Like, do you know what I mean? That are still coming back because they're going. She's not ripping me off. She's not forcing me down a road I don't want to be down. Mm. You know, and I think that's that's key, and that's the the key to a lasting clientele. You know, and growing it because they they build that trust with you. And I think when they start to allow you to maybe move through the grey transition, I think they, they really need to feel supported because it's, because it's emotional, you know, they need to feel supported. And, and, and I think that's key. I think honesty and support for them is absolute key. And it doesn't have mean no colour. As I've said, you know, it, it doesn't at all. Like. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Yeah, well, I think that's so fantastic. Well, it is, and I think the other thing is, um, you know, I'm coming out from a slightly different, but you know, being a guy that you know, you, uh, you know, concerns, uh, yeah, when I'm talking to my clients, is it? It's the, am I still going to look sexy? Am I still going to feel attractive? Am I still going to have all those, you know, feelings of, you know, when I'm feeling I'm looking good? Am I going to feel like that when I'm grey? And Jackie, what did you say to me? My husband has said, I've never looked younger. You know, honestly, you know, he said, you're just alive. You know, he said, you're, you know, you're vibrant. He said, you, you look so happy and contented, you know, and that's what it's done for me. You know, look, again, it's, you're, you're going to get a small percentage of your clientele that are going to want to do this. It's not for everybody. You know, there's a, there's a, like, on top of that, most people think that I'm colouring my hair to be this way. Hmm. Do you know, which is ironic, really, like, do you know what I mean? Most people are trying to colour it to cover it over. You know, most people, you know, where I'm sort of letting it out there and people think I'm colouring it that way. There's such a huge clientele with young, young girls coming in and they want that sort of look and we're colouring, we're bleaching them and we're doing this, that, and the other toners, toning it out and, you know, and working with them. Mm. there's a whole other spectrum like you know and it's funny it's cut on to all different ages you know it's not just an old thing anymore i think that that idea of a, being your old is sort of going really you know mm. especially the younger generation embracing it you know in terms of they are coloring their hair to be that way like generally they're not necessarily not everybody of, of that was my age when I was hit 30 I was probably 30 percent 40 percent gray that doesn't happen to everybody you know it was sort of a unique situation where I was getting gray very quickly I three older sisters none of them had gray hair oh the cows I know. sorry Keith so I think it's an amazing thing that you you know you're sharing with. It's certainly something that um, if you've got any questions for Jackie, you know, please just pop them in the comments bar because you know she, Jackie's actually going to hang around after after she's finished doing her bit and be in the chat. So if there's something you guys want to ask her about her journey and, and how she got through it and some of the trials and tribulations, she's going to be like I said, she'll be hanging out with us uh, to the end of this live and. Um, she's on Instagram as well as Jacqueline Fay Hair. Jackie Fay Blender. <laughs> and there we go. Say that one again. I didn't quite catch that. Yeah, no me. Sorry, the Silver Blender. Silver Blender. Oh, <laughs> it does. So it sounds like a. It sounds like an Avengers hero. I love it. I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, Jackie's going to be there. So please um, feel free to. Uh, you know, pop some comments and questions and queries. And again, if you're watching this back a little bit later on, um, you know, we're going to be checking in on this. And uh, certainly, yeah, the, the silver blend, I love it. <laughs> I hope I, I've spelt it right. <laughs> I don't know. I've got to, you know, this just, uh, yeah, this, <laughs> I love it. It's for everybody, isn't it? The underscore silver underscore blender. That's oh, I know. Right. Okay. Oh, oh, I've got I'll that wrong. I'll do it again. I'll do it again. That's my fault. That's my fault. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll get that sorted out. So that's up on it. Um, Jackie, it's been fab. It's, you know, sharing those shoes. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, so we'll, we'll let you go. Hang around with us. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm here. Um, Michelle's going to, um, in a second, be talking about uh, grey. Yeah. Grey yeah. colour. What we can do, and especially after hearing some of the things you've said, Michelle's got some really cool stuff to share. So let's say, let's say goodbye to the Jack. 
Thanks, Jackie. Oh, Take him all up. Hey. hey, that was amazing, wasn't it? That story awesome. was like, was that? It was quite goosebumpy, really, when you think about the. Oh, too close. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Would you want that one? That I'm one. not sure I want to be that close. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, social distancing now, Keith. Come on. Yeah, actually, pre-COVID, pre-COVID. This for me feels a little bit like um, you know when they're on the telly and you've got like not Piers Morgan anymore because he's not on the telly anymore, but you've got next to it. This feels a little bit like that, Michelle. Like we can yeah. do like a live TV show. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> COVID, COVID secure. <laughs> COVID secure again. Uh, um, yeah, I think it was so interesting when Jackie was talking about how she was transitioning from one colour and some of the visuals that you put up where she was really quite coppery and then it transitioned into different things, a journey all the way to being grey. But often we get asked a lot of questions by hairdressers and and I know myself and Keith have had these conversations and with Jackie that you know, we're, we're selecting pictures or we're, we're seeing pictures, we're lightening somebody's hair and then we're toning it, but we're not getting the results that we want to see. We're not getting to a grey position. It's either looking muddy and murky or it's still looking quite gold or it's looking quite khaki, you know, and, and often people are thinking, well, why? It says it's going to make somebody's hair grey or it's going to... But we know it's not a miracle cure, you know, that unless you're Jackie's colour that she presented herself with today and that lightness, you're not going to get those really soft grey tones because there's still too much yellow, right? Mm. And what, what would you, you know, do you get that, Keith, when you, you know, when you talk to people, your customers, when they're wanting toning and... Yeah, I think toning's a really big thing. It's it's also making sure that um, you know the information they're getting. We, people don't really, I don't think they understand about toners. Maybe because we don't give them the the right information about you know how toners work and how long they're going to stay in the hair. I think often when they're having toners in, they think it's something that's going to stay there for for years afterwards. But it's not. It's something to sort of help help um, tone. Yeah, like I say, just tone down things. Just take yeah. the edge off of things. Um, so. Yeah, I definitely find we have clients like that. You said the, the greens is certainly something that does come up when you you know when doing that, um, and you know getting some information in regards to how we can make that more successful every time we do it would be really good, Michelle. Well, I've got a couple of little ones just to share with you. Not so much worrying about the the gold ones, but if you look on the ones. Well, this is funny. So for watching, we're backwards when we're doing this. It's a really hard thing not to look at yourself and and uh, look at the shades. Oh, oh, I'm I'm full. I've made you big, Michelle, so we can see you. Oh, thank you. I'm a. I'm going to have to get used to it. So anyway, the ones that are on this side of the screen, you can see that I've got like a bluey grey formula and there's the pre-swatch. So that hair was white before I applied it. So just like Jackie was saying about her being that light and, and getting to that point of lightness where she can play around with blues and greys and steels and all of those sort of tones because the hair that she's putting it on is this lightness and you're seeing that tone. However, what often happens is we're putting it on something that's more like this color. So it's more yellowy, we, the, the lightning hasn't come light enough, or you're lifting through box color or previously colored hair, and you're only getting this level of lightness. And we think, oh, that's okay. We'll put something bluey violet on, that's gonna knock out the yellow and um, orangey tone that we're seeing in there. But then we end up with this sort of flat, still got a bluey tone, but it's got much more depth. It's got much more green to it. And we're wondering why when we're not getting the result that we really truly want. So, you know, really think about the level that you are before you start formulating. And the same when you look here, you can see on this side that level nine, white. 
the difference is quite dramatic. One looks grey and silver, the other one just looks natural. So, you know, really think about your lifting. And as Jackie said, you know, it's not for the faint-hearted because for her, she was lightening previously coloured hair. And while she was lightening previously coloured hair, because she was putting it under that much stress, the hair was deteriorating. So she was finding she was getting lots of breakage. So it's not for the faint-hearted. So you really need to consider whether you're a whether you're watching here as a customer or as a, a how do you, a civvy, whether you're watching as a civvy, whether you're watching as a civvy who's thinking of going through that journey or whether you're a stylist, colorist, thinking of what they're going to do with their guest hair, consider the product that you're using, where you're starting, the, the goal that you want to be, the product you have to use to get you to that goal. And as Jackie said, it's taken four years and she still went through a period of that sort of condition of her hair being deteriorated for some time. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good point. I mean, I, I, I didn't realise speaking to Jackie previous before we came on, but also hearing it again that, you know, four years is a long time. Ooh. Certainly, you know, you, you, you've got to be pretty determined to get there. And we've certainly had a few clients coming back, especially after lockdowns that have, you know, been, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And we're like, yeah, go, let's go for it. Let's go for it. But you can see their their enthusiasm does that. It just goes. It starts to nose dies after a while, and it it's it's like like Jackie was saying. I think it's such an emotional journey. It's trying to um, well, we do this anyway. We're a little bit sort of a counselling service slash self help thing when people come in anyway. Um, but it's trying to keep the emotional level up here as well. Uh, so we're getting them from from one place to another and trying to make sure that journey isn't like that that it's more a little bit like, you know, it's going to do that maybe along the way. Um, yeah. I also think that um, often we get people who come in with pictures from social media of people who are saying, I've got this guest from, you know, black to white and silver. And I did that in one sitting. And we get people coming in with, you know, unrealistic expectations then that we're going to be able to achieve that. And we know that often it hasn't been in one day or if it was getting anywhere near it, it would be multiple treatments, multiple applications. The hair might need to be rescued after, mm. but it's going to have taken like 16 hours of constant colors we only got to see kim kardashian when she went blonde from dark you know apparently wasn't it 16 hours or something that it took and then she, within three days she went dark again yeah i think that's the trouble you know you, you're saying that you're saying that the press and 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 social media do things and make out that it's done really quickly michelle oh, dare so authentic. <laughs> but that was a really good point is managing those expectations and like you know, Jackie was saying, I think, you know, hearing that for a journey, and Jackie's hair is sort of, I think it's collar length, mm. she'll say in the comment below if it's not, but I think it's around sort of this sort of length. You know, to take that amount of time to, you know, to grow it out, it's, it's a huge thing, and, and to work on it and to build on it each time, it isn't an overnight thing. You, you can't turn a switch on and off to, to get it there. And like I said, it's the, you know, how do we as stylists, colorists, um, get our clients from one place to another ensure that you know they really know what they're going on for and i think you know jackie was you know she said she's really honest she's just like yeah. this is what's going to happen yeah we tend to plan you know if i've got somebody that's, that's that has decided to go down that route it would be well realistically this is where you're going to be today yeah three months time this is the kind of picture that you're going to be that is probably going to be like Jackie said four years later mm. and enjoy the journey you know the journey. Enjoy those stages of the journey you know yes the destination is our goal but you could find something along the way that actually maybe you prefer maybe you stop halfway you know and choosing the correct products that you want to use that are going to deliver you know for for us i you know 
everybody that knows us knows that we we use Redkin as a as our brand and as the brand that you use in the salon mm. as a color house. But no matter what brand you use, you have to have a brand that you know can deliver what you need it to deliver. Yeah. You know, it's it's no good picking something off the shelf and think, oh, I'll give that a go because you don't actually know what's in that color. You need to know and understand what you're using so that you know it'll knock out that orange or knock out that gray, you know? I think that's where that relationship between stylist and client customer um, really needs to be strong and, and honest with them. Um, and yeah, like I said, it saves a whole lot of heartache, time, money, and all the other things that you know people. Like I said, they're, they're, they're just guessing what they possibly could put on their hair. And if they do find something, it's more luck than judgment, and it's probably going to cost them like <laughs> 50, 60 quid before they find something. So, you know, if we can, you know, be honest with the clients and give them that information of a range that we understand fully, that we can know that we know delivers what we, you know, what it says on the tin, then. Surely that you know that client's journey is going to be a whole lot better because they're going to, you know, if you say it's going to do this and it does do that, well, from my you know from my perspective, it's going to make me feel more confident that you know where we're going with things. Yeah, and uh, yeah, absolutely, and and also, did you see the um, for those of you watching, you may have seen or watching in replay the article about the girl that's got the box color because she's seen Holly Willoughby's. Hit. was it holly willoughby who's saying yeah. that she's using nutrice or something yeah, yeah. and um she's actually used it herself and she was wondering why she's not blonde and she's orange <laughs> you know and i think that's the thing you know when you're looking at just general color things like that i think it's certainly something that you know people do have mistakes with and you we've got to think of those gray hair clients that are really being super vulnerable with with going through that changes that we don't want that to happen to we want to hold them all the way through so making sure that you know that we are given the information we are giving them the products and we are you know saying yeah i know you're not having your color you don't want to have color but it doesn't mean you can't have color there's still lots of things you can do with it and certainly from a um i always think of, i was saying to somebody the other day uh, gray hair for me is a little bit like um bleached hair in the respect that it can sometimes react a little bit like it, it tends to be a little bit more spongy mm. it's more porous so like uh you know some of us were around in the 80s and you know people were having bleach crops and stuff like that but i almost think you've got to think of a lot of gray hair in that way in regards that it's porous hair that will really take strong uh shapes into it cut shapes and stuff like mm. that and you know, if you if you can approach it that way from a cutting perspective, you can be quite aggressive. I'll, I'll show a couple of slides in a second. A few haircuts. I say aggressive, but you can be quite structured with your haircuts to give you something that's um, beautiful, easy to do, elegant, and really shows the color off as well as you want it to be shown. Almost like a a cut and color that you would do with your your colorist in the salon. Uh, is that you'd have a conversation, you'd talk, and then you, you'd want to compliment. So you, the colorist may still be doing some very subtle stuff, but that subtle stuff will, with the right haircut, really make the whole thing pop and 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 look. I've said pop. I can't believe I've said that. <laughs> What's going on? Pop. Yeah, pop. Make it pop. Uh, yeah, Louise will give me some crap about that later. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Louise is my other half. Of me, you, I think you get stick every Monday. I know. She likes to keep my feet on the ground, so she'll, no doubt she'll say something about that. Um, but yeah, you can really experiment. So Jackie was saying, you know, she's putting some different tones, it's and getting some blue, green, you know, pinks. There's loads you can do it. It can be really, really experimental, like you could do you know, a few years ago. Uh, when people were having really bleached hair. So let's just, I'm just going to show you a couple of slides um, because we want to start talking about some products in a second. So let's just get you up a couple of bits that I've shown. Michelle. Uh, these, are great. these are great. When when you see these that Keith is going to put up now, they're just such great variety, but they're, they're really bringing to life what he's saying about um, how you can make grey really um, sing or so, pop. Pop. Yeah, don't say now first of all can you all see that up on the screen that's the first thing no we can't see anything right, okay. so let me just let me just do something here it's done you know mistakes are okay we are we are live and that's the well, beauty of live we, we, we love this bloopers and all we love a we love a blooper right now there we go hey, now we've got it right so i'm not going to make it big i can still see myself and then i can point to the right people so um 
the lady on the left with the long hair, sort of down to her collars. In my left, it might be your right, guys, on the screen. So um, it's beautiful. The colour looks fantastic. It's a little bit longer, which I like as well. I think often with grey hair, and as we get older, we think we can't have long grey hair. Now, this is just my personal thing, and I think this with anybody that's got long hair. I don't like hair that's longer than bra strap level. I like it. You know, I think it starts getting too long. And that would be any hair color. That's just my personal preference. I prefer it a little bit shorter than that. Um, it's not a case of having gray hair and having it long. It's having gray hair and knowing what to do with it when it's long so you can make it look beautiful. You've got a beautiful canvas that will get a great shine on it and get a really good finish on it because it tends to hold um, uh, styling really well gray hair uh, because of the texture of it it tends to grab a bit more so you, you it, it's not a case of having long hair and it, it's not going to look great on you have long hair but learn how to style it better and that's a that's a two-way thing like we were talking a little bit earlier on about you know us as stylists ensuring that you know our clients, our customers that are maybe watching this are getting the right information in regards to how to do their hair, but also then from the client's perspective that they're actually going to give up some time to practice doing the looks that we've done. And certainly, I think I've mentioned this one before, people often go on YouTube like we are at the moment and they'll be looking around for YouTube videos on how to curl their hair. Um, get your trainee in the salon to film you styling your client's hair um, and on their phone and then give them their phone back, obviously, to want to nick it. <laughs> and then they've got their own hair, they've got their own hair tutorial. So it's something that they can, you know, when they get back home, they can look at rather than trolling through hundreds of thousands of you know YouTube videos. And plus you can talk to them about you know what products uh, and what styling tools have you got. This is what you can do with those styling tools and show them. So long hair is great. You can have long hair and grey, it's all good. Um, but learn how to style it, learn how to uh, get the most from it. Then we go to Helen Mirren's so sort of mid-length um, bobbed shapes. You know, again, yeah, face shapes and things like that. Yes, you might you're going to need to adapt it for certain people. So, um, but in general, rounder faces you want to go for uh, flatter shapes just to lengthen people out. And if they're too narrow, you maybe want to go for more horizontal shapes or wider shapes just to, to widen them out a little bit more. But you can we could do a whole episode on face shapes and we haven't got yeah, time for that. But you can certainly see from that it's a lot shorter, it's got some really nice structure to it, and it starts to get a little bit more lift on top. Now her hair is a little bit finer, so um you know, bearing that in mind, you, you might need to change the products that you're using in it a, a, a little bit differently. It will react. It could go a little bit oily looking sometimes if you choose the wrong product. So, yeah, that type of hair is good. Um, you know, we can graduate with Bob that she can tuck behind her ears. Um, but she could possibly almost style that with a little bit of dry shampoo, which, you know, is one of those things that goes on. It looks a bit powdery and a bit grey anyway. So it will give it a little bit more substance and give her a little bit more lift and volume. But certainly for those clients that want to go a bit shorter, then that's a really good one to go for. And finally, we got – now, who's this called again, Michelle? Because you said it the other day, and I can never remember a bloody name. <laughs> Uh, Iris, uh, Iris Apple. Iris Apple, that's it. But she, uh, the, here's the thing: she only became an icon when she got to ninety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phone, phone comes at any time. Um, yeah. I think with her now, this is uh, Jackie might um, might might go with this. Well, not not the same. Jackie's ninety nine. I'm not saying that, Jackie. <laughs> I'm saying. Look at how funky and how you know the clothes go with the haircut as well. That like the, the you know willing to try some different fashion stuff. You know that fashion thing is still there. Um, it doesn't mean because you're you've got grey hair you can't experiment with how you dress and how you look. And certainly you know for those clients that want something that's easy to do, um, you know maybe. A, you know that type of hair when it's really short is great to play around with color still you can still get some nice sort of color techniques and you know maybe areas or panels or or little bits that you're leaving out around the sides just to to give a little bit of interest will work really nicely so these certainly shorter haircuts work really well so those clients that are really confident want to go for something that's a little bit different then take it quite short those clients are a little bit unsure a bit more classic um then sort of this mid-length you know graduated bob type thing is really good as well and then, you know, those that want to keep it longer 
again, my distance is, you know, anything from collar down to, to bra level is good. Anything longer, and that would be with any coloured hair, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking spearmint rhino is a little bit too long. <laughs> what, but, can you just repeat that? What was that you said? Spearmint rhino is a, is a gentleman's club where gentlemen go to. Um, oh, gentlemen. I've never been, but apparently the girls' hair are very long. And I actually had a client of mine who had hair down to the almost down to her jeans. It was really, really long. I, 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 I used to do it that long because she loved it. Uh, and she knew I wasn't keen to do it, but she'd go, it's my spearmint rhino hair. Which I thought was hilarious. So yeah, she used to call it a spearmint rhino hair. But yeah, that type of length and longer. And again, if you're looking at doing a color journey in regards to making sure that your hair's in better condition, mm. uh, certainly cutting some of it off and i'm not saying going as short as that you know mrs apple on the on the end there uh, will help that journey go a little bit quicker i'm not saying it's something you have to do but if you're prepared to you can get to that goal possibly a little bit quicker would you so that, say keith that sometimes i've had it that somebody's growing their gray out and they they get to a certain point well then they have a haircut because they can cut off a bulk of it just to make sure that they've I don't know, they get halfway down and they've got quite a lot here. If they bring it up, then they've only got that small amount to tackle on those ends. Yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's you've got less material to deal with. So, you you know, the job of getting it there is going to be a little bit quicker. So, mm -hmm. again, that's a conversation you need to have with your clients. And it, it, it's, it's trying to get out of the habit of thinking that's what you have to do. You have to go short with it. You don't have to go short with it, but you have to be honest with your clients in regards to we can keep it longer, but you're going to rather than being a um, a year's journey, this might be a four year journey, possibly, mm. you know, depending on where we go with your hair. So there's certainly lots and lots of bits and bobs. And again, if you want to put anything in the comments bar, you know, about maybe some of the things that you do with your great clients and some of the challenges that you had, then just pop it in there. Like I so said, we'll be checking back to make sure that we at least answer some of those questions for you. Um, so products, Michelle. I know, products. <laughs> uh -huh. um, I've got a visual because we were, you know, again, we've got some of our favourite products that we use to tackle, whether it be grey or whether it be warm. And I brought a, a board because. Oh, wait a minute. Let me make you bigger, Michelle. Why don't you do this? Because it's. Look at this. Oh, wrong one. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no. I've don't make my nose big. <laughs> no, wait, wait. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to stand up, actually, because this is probably easier for me to, to hold it. So when we're working, which will probably be your right or left, Keith? That's my left as I'm looking at the screen. Okay, so your left, this is what we call Redkin Blondage. So have you got a, I will, Keith has got some bottles of some of the other products. I haven't got all of the bottles with me, so I do apologise about that. What but you if, have you got anything? So um, Keith's got some of the products. He can show you visually what they look like if you're interested in those after. But this is, this is Redkin's Blondage Shampoo. And then the conditioner, and you can see that's very sheer. So this is pure violet tone. So that's really best to really neutralize yellow in anything that's level six to 10. But really to make it cool, it needs to be more nearer the eight, nine, 10. Anything lower than that, it's only gonna neutralize it a bit. It's still not gonna make it look cold. It'll just subdue. And then when you work to the middle, and we, this is where grey comes into effect, often we get people who are saying, well, I've lightened some grey areas up, or I've got grey hair, and it's gone a bit yellowing from just the atmosphere or whether or not the hair's not lightened quite light enough. And the, the, the shampoo, they're saying, oh, we're using purple shampoo, and it's not making it grey. It's, you know, we're using purple shampoo, but it's not making it grey. So, you know, think about this. Go back to the colour wheel. If you're a hairdresser watching this, go back to the colour wheel. If you're seeing yellow, you need violet. So violet is only going to subdue or neutralise. If you want to see grey, then you need to go in with a second layer. So with the shampoo being violet, that's going to neutralise yellow. And then with the toning of the 
conditioner being gray, that's then going to put a layer of gray on. So that's the only way you're going to see gray with a shampoo and a conditioner. You know, it's not a miracle cure. It is something that's going to build up over time, but it's going to give you a temporary solution, especially in times like this when a lot of hairdressers aren't able to work. So a lot of our clients can't come to the salon. It's a way of being able to get them to do a safe at home toning without going down the supermarket route. And then the next one is what they call Redkin Brown Lights. And that's for your lower levels of one to five. So it's going to bed out more orange. So again, back to the color wheel. If we've got orange, we need, if we've got orange, we need blue. So when we put that on, that's going to subdue the orange. And again, you can see the conditioner looks a bit lighter. But when you see it, it's more of an aquary color. So it's it's almost bedding out the red pigment in that orange. But you can see the saturation is heavier. So always look at the product that's in the bottle. Look at the saturation and that will give you a guide on what level it's going to be best suited to. But all of these products are available certainly on our online shop. And I know uh, with Keith, but also if you wanted to do a bit of research on redkin.com, you'd be able to see all of these products there that are going to really help to get your guests set up right to be able to neutralize or cool some of that warmth that they're seeing, especially in gray hair. Would you agree, Keith, that, you know, when you're using uh, anything on gray hair, that sometimes it can be a challenge with the products that you're picking? Yeah, I think products are really a difficult thing and it, it takes, um, well, like most things, is trial and error before you find out which ones are at the best. Um, I think from a styling perspective, certainly, you know, I've been looking at a couple of things and I know, well, let's talk about this because I know these are one of the things you would like. Oh, blondage. Blondage. So that's certainly something we use a lot of and, um, you know, it, it works really, really well. It deposits more the longer you leave it on, I believe. Um, you know, it's I'm saying that because I don't really do much colouring. Well, it, that, that'll give you it, you could put it on like the, the five to fifteen minutes. So you yeah. can put it on that a bit like a hair mask where you can yeah. put it on longer to get a little bit more um saturation, I guess, of colour right. and, and the product's gonna work. But certainly I, I think you've got a few tips and tricks on I how have this one it's certainly um you can use this on um men and women it's not it's not a gender specific uh, tip this certainly if you've got coarser hair creamier products tend to work quite well so um if you've got particularly short hair or hair that's curly rough paste is a really good uh, product to use but what you can do with this just put a little bit of your rough paste in your hand like so so clever what's that it's so clever just a tiny bit of that. Then you're going to get the smallest dot possible. I'll tell you that. I've done a massive dot. I've done a massive dot now. <laughs> We've gone mad. Um, mix the two together. You see, you get like a bit of a purpley. It's got that glow almost, a bit of the blondish conditioner, yeah. isn't it? That sort of glow to it. Yeah, it's just got, it's, you can see it looks a bit iridescent -y, doesn't it? Like a bit shiny, a bit iridescent -y. So what you do then is you just put it straight on your hair. So if you've got somebody, you know, a guy that's got that um, yellow, looks like he's been smoking 400 cigarettes that, that day, uh, or a female client that's got curly hair, and sometimes it goes a little bit yellow on the end because it's grabbing, because it's wanting to get moisture, it's wanting to grab anything from, from the environment into it. That will just knock a little bit of that out. And again, you can play around a bit like the uh, a bit like leaving it on for longer with how much you put in with the rough paste. But certainly that's something that that works really well and um, something hopefully you guys out there can can have a go at, especially on maybe um, guys tend to be a bit useless with you know, oh, I don't put in my hair. They'll put a styling product in the hair quite easily, but you know, conditioners and stuff like that, sometimes they're a little bit, oh, I don't want to do that. But something like that they possibly would go for so it's a really good angle to go out with the guys but also you do get some clients uh, female clients out there that uh, you know i don't want any conditioner on my hair so that's a good route to go as well also talking about if you don't want to put any conditioner on your hair then uh, this is another route to go down so you've got some one united um it's really light 
So for those clients that have got um, finer gray hair, a bit like the Heron Millen picture, um, that would work really nicely on that. So it still enable it to have some volume and some lift. It'll smooth. It'll help give it uh, get rid of some of that porosity that issues that you're going to get with it. But it won't weigh it down too much, which is a really good thing. And also on curly hair, if you've got thicker, coarse hair and it's it's particularly curly, sometimes it's nice. Um, well. My thing with, with curly hair is not to shampoo it too often. Once a week, if it's really, really curly. But in between, you might want to freshen it up a little bit. So, yeah, this smells great. So you can spray that on just to spritz the hair and, and give it a little bit more life again without weighing it down. I know sometimes we're told to put, you know, rinse it through, put conditioner through it again, which is cool. You can do that. But sometimes it goes a little bit heavy and you might not have the time to rinse it through. So, a quick, you know, quick spritz of that one United goes, you know, Goes a long and way. Often so. you think that it's going to be, you know, I, I love that product too, Keith. But I think it's going to be too light. But it's quite rich, isn't it? In a in a good way. It's not it's not heavy, but it will definitely hydrate really well. Yeah, it, you know, it does work really well. And it's, you know, it's. I'm always a little bit, if I'm honest, yeah. Reckon's always been really prescriptive. Um, you know, you get one product, it does one thing, but you know, this does 25 apparently. Um, so I've always been a little bit like 25. I know it smells good. It gets tangles out and it's really good on the hair types I've been talking about. Um, as for the other stuff, it does do it. Otherwise I can't put it on the packet, but they're the main bits I notice with it. It's, yeah. it's really good for lots of things. Um, but yeah, 25, I'm struggling sometimes. Where, where's the other 20? 20 things but it's, I suppose it's got that gentle bit of heat protection little bit of sun protection so it's sort of it's things that you perhaps wouldn't it's not physical for it it is frizz and moisture but it's it's not something extra it's just that that's part of the byproduct but isn't that's it maybe, that's maybe where i'm i'm missing it with that because I, I was always a little bit like i know like i said i love using it and i use it loads and we sell loads of it it goes you know it flies out of the shop um, but I was always a little bit like, Reckon's really prescriptive, and this does 25 things. And I, you know, it's just a bit of a conflict for me, but you know, putting it that way, it really does explain it well, Michelle. So, yeah, that's certainly just some tips from a product perspective. And again, if you guys have got any tips that you want to share with us or you want any more questions, uh, then it's a really good idea to pop it in the comments and we'll be able to get back to you at some point. So, you know, it's all good. Before we go into next time, Keith, just to make sure everybody knows. Please know that everything that we suggest colour-wise needs a 48-hour skin test. So even the th tips that Keith was saying and the things that we've been saying about the shampoos, they're still follows. You know, we don't want anyone jumping on saying, oh, you didn't talk about skin testing. You know, please follow manufacturer's instructions at anything that you're recommending your guests. And as long as you do that and your company policy, all is good. Yeah, that's a really good point. You know, we talk about colour and you know, getting skin tested properly and ensuring that you're following, you know, it's manufacturer's instructions that you need to be following uh, because then you're covered. If you're not using manufacturer's instructions, then you're going into maybe a, a different route that you might not get the cover that you, you maybe need if something didn't go the way you wanted it to go. So, yeah, just bear that in mind. It's a really good point, Michelle. And certainly going back to uh, salons after lockdown, there's I know there's lots of people re-skin testing just to ensure that those clients are having their colour for a while. Uh, are still going to be okay to get coloured when they come back in. So it's a really good point. And I think we're delving into that a little bit more next week, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, certainly. I think, um, you know, it's been great. We've been on, we've done really well, Michelle. We're, we're coming up to, to wrapping up in in our hour slot. So we've uh, <laughs> done really well. Um, it's been great. Uh, we're, next time, we're, you know, come and join us again. Um, we've got plenty to share with you, plenty to, to go over again. Um, you know, Jackie was really great. She got in contact with us in regards to you know her hair journey. So that may be something you guys want to do out there. If you've got something you want to share, you feel that other people could benefit from, then certainly you know, message us, get in contact. And uh, Michelle and I will look to uh, get you in as a guest slot somewhere. Uh, to, we'd love to, we'd love to wouldn't we? Yeah, just to tell your side of things to, you know, the more people get to hear different things other than us two yabbing on all the time, it gives you an opportunity to learn from lots of different people. So anything else you want to add, uh, Michelle? Well, just really, if everyone could, uh, you know, share, please, you know, feel free to share um, our show. It'll be on our Facebook page and it's on our YouTube. We'd love you to subscribe to us. 
if you subscribe to our channel here talk and more and then we'll know you can see it on the well, it's the up there in the corner people to go just click click subscribe <laughs> click subscribe well oh oh yeah well i can't see it it's funny I can't see it either. i'm just imagining it's up it's always up in the corner, no, I don't think what corner. or whatever it be <laughs> click subscribe click subscribe share us let everybody know you know as keith said if you want to join we'd love to have you on but you know let's let's really impact something a bit different into the hairdressing profession and we've got a podcast coming soon oh yes oh well probably <laughs> ought to you've got to watch back you know join us next week at six o'clock yeah. because we'll be talking more about our podcast that we've got up and we're going to be needing you know definitely more people to join on with that cool so thanks everybody jackie i know you're i can still see you on my screen so i'm going to ask you to stay where you are not turn us off because i'm going to get you back in and we can have a little chat at the end of this if that's okay with you we'll say goodbye to everybody else and we'll get jackie back in so thanks again guys yeah. uh, see you next week Take care, stay safe Bye. Bye. <laughs>